So, Andrew, yeah, how was your day? That was all right. Um, in the morning, I worked on for like an hour. I worked on one of my model kits, my latest one. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, finished watching. I rewatched the the episode last night from uh, The Last of Us on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, spotted some things I missed the first time. Okay. Do you want to get into that after the pod, or we can talk about it right now? I I won't go into spoilers. I mean, most people probably already know about the game, but even if you don't know about the game, maybe you go into the show like blind. I don't want to spoil stuff, but like, um, they did some. Uh, so I can tell you right now, like the first episode is like from the start of the game up to when they, this is many spoilers, leave Boston. Yeah, when they smuggle, you know, who out of the city. Mm-hmm. That's the entirety of like the first episode. Which I felt like was a lot to pack into one episode. Yeah. Because, like, the the time jump, you know, the whole, like, the, the moment, right? The moment that makes everybody cry happens, like, in the first half hour. Mm-hmm. And, then, like, the rest, like, the rest of the 45 minutes or so is, like, all the exposition dump about Boston and the fireflies and the FERPA. I think they're called FERPA. Like, the, the, the group that governs Boston. Like, they're, like, the military, whatever. The, the we call it the... Uh, not, I guess they're a militia, but you would call them like you know, like like the continuancy of government kind of thing. Oh, contingency. Yeah, they're like like the continu- continuity. Yeah, the kind of continuity of government basically is like the first or whatever, right? With like the script, like here's paper, and you know we're joint. We see Joel as like his not mercenary, but like his smuggler slash like you know crime dude on the side. He has like his little you know he does stuff on the side other than actual legit jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they show him, like, smuggling drugs to, like, one of the guards and stuff like that. Which I like because it kind of reinforces how Joel's never really been a good guy. He's always just been someone who's trying to survive. Yeah. And so you can kind of tell, like, they're, they, they really want to make it important to the audience to realize that Joel is not a... He's hardened. He's kind of cold-hearted and cut off. Like, compared to Joel pre-outbreak, I guess you could say. Yeah, I feel like they're going to lean a lot on Joel's darker side. Which is good. I like that. But they have to also show the warm stuff because you have to be convinced that he cares for Ellie by the end of the show, which is like nine nine episodes. So they're going to have to show him like opening up and showing the grisly warm side underneath. I think they're going to have to do that if they want to convince the audience that like he does care about the girl. So Yeah. What, what I mean about the dark side is I feel like the show is really going to put emphasis on this. Relative to what The Last of Us Part 1 was really like, which he was like pretty warm hearted. You mm-hmm. know, he just didn't want to, he didn't want a liability. Right, know? right. And they're, I, they're doing a couple of things. Like in the first episode, there's been changes from the game, which I thought actually made sense. Not, not, not the, not the mold stuff, not the, not, the, not the spore stuff, because they don't even, they don't even show any of that like in the first episode but because i think they could always add that later yeah but they did like uh for example like they skipped a part from the game because mm-hmm. it's just gameplay like the like many spoilers here for anybody who's listening uh if you don't want to be spoiled then i would just fast forward like five minutes or so but like you know how in the beginning of the game you ha- you go after robert the guy who has like the weapon cachet from tess mm-hmm. and you chase down you have like the shootout and you chase him down through the streets of boston to like take him out like they skipped that whole part like like tess and joel go after him but by the time they get to his place, like, they've all been killed by the fireflies. Like, they've all been wiped out. Like, Robert and his goons are all dead already. And it just shows Marlene, like, <laughs> wounded, just like how she is with the in the game. 
But, like, they skipped the gameplay section of that, which makes sense for a show. Yeah, I've seen some of the sections on, on the... Because I haven't seen the show, right? Mm. I've seen some of the side-by-sides to show which parts were true to the game and yeah. which ones weren't. I saw a section where I felt like they might make the show a little bit less violent than the game. Mm. Uh, for example, um, you know, well, you said skip five minutes or whatever. Uh, there's a little section in the game where... Uh, oh, where they first see they see one of the infected crawl, jump through the glass door, right? So yeah. they kind of replace that, and they were a little bit out, outside. But Joel handles it differently. He doesn't, like, guns blazing. That didn't happen. Right, yeah. So I feel like, are they going to tone down the violence? Because he beats, he beats the crap out of them with a, with a wrench. Yeah. And then Tommy does, like, the finishing, like, shot or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, like, what the why they would make that change or that difference or that point is very impactful to me like when they when that zombie well not zombie when the infected goes through that glass window and he's in the home you know Mm -hmm. and joel at that moment is like we got i gotta figure this out like my girl's right here right yeah that point that portion in the game is a little bit more impactful than what i saw in the show well it's different because in the show like she Okay, so in the game, like, I think she's home alone, right? She wakes up in the middle of the night. There's, like, a fire outside the window. She's watching the TV, goes down the stairs. And then, like, the neighbor basically bursts into the window, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas here, she she does all that, but she goes outside and then finds, like, the neighbor's dog is, like, free from the neighbor's house. And then the door's open. So she goes in there, sees, like, the neighbor. Because you do see the neighbors. Unlike the game, you do see the neighbors earlier in the show, like, normal during the day. And, like you get the first hint that something is wrong when there's like this nurse like one of the like it's like an old woman in a wheelchair and behind uh sarah like sarah's like distracted by something and she starts to kind of like react like twitch and like convulse mm-hmm. but then by the time she turns around she looks normal again so like there's like hints that things are wrong before they even happen like in the game okay so later that night when she goes into her house because the door's open and she calls out for the lady she finds the other two occupants that live with her like they're already bleeding and dead and then, like, she finds one of them, like, she finds the old lady snacking on one of the people, kind of like Resident Evil style, where, like, the slow, like, head turn kind of thing. Yeah. It's not a head turn, but it's kind of like that reveal of, like, like mid-biting or whatever. And then, like, this old woman all of a sudden is, like, jumping around and, like, all of a sudden she's, like, super agile, whereas before she was confined to a wheelchair. And so, like, that, she follows her outside, she comes out, and then that's when Joel, like, barely arrives in time with the truck and then beats the crap out of her. So, it's, like, it's a little different... But I think the impact is pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean, all, all the I think the only the only reason I could think maybe they wanted to do that was because they probably wanted to show because there is chaos in the streets mm-hmm. at that moment. So I think maybe they probably wanted to bring more attention to that than rather it being like confined to a small space like in the game. Maybe I don't know for sure. That's the only possible reason I can think why they would change that. Yeah, most of the reviews that I've seen are, are pretty positive. You know, because I've I've had a lot of doubts about the game. Yeah, because of. In the show about the show because of things that the producers have said. Yeah, like you've seen the comment. Like they said, uh, "Oh, the show's a lot more impactful because Pixels dying isn't that relevant." Yeah, it's a stupid thing to say. Yeah. So there's that portion. There's a portion where they said, where they told the actors like, "Don't even look at the game." Right. I hate that shit. I heard that's actually pretty common though. Where like people that do like plays or like whatever, like you're encouraged to not watch other people do the same thing though. Like. Because they don't want you to pick up on trying to mirror the exact same thing. Like uh, that's kind of what I want, though. 
Right. It's faith. It's pretty faithful. I'll say it's extremely faithful, except uh-huh. for the few changes they made where I think it makes sense for the show to not do those things. I'm not the jury's out on the spores thing. I, I think when we get there, it'll either make sense or not make sense. But like what they've shown so far, like, for example, for example, they give they give Joel more motivation to head out west. Whereas mm-hmm. in the game, he's only just smuggling out Ellie for like the weapons cache or whatever. Yeah. In the show, like he's 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 is this a spoiler. It's a mini spoiler. It's like in the first episode. It's a mini spoiler, okay. but he's he's waiting for a call from Tommy out west, and like oh like this isn't like him. He usually reports every day. I haven't heard from him like in two weeks. Like something happened to him. So I guess in the show it's implied that he has very he's closer to his brother, not physically, but at least like emotionally or relationship wise. And so the reason why he's trying to get out of the city, out of Boston, is to go get to Tommy but like you know they have a quarantine and everything so he can't just leave like like whatever until he's presented with this chance to take Ellie to like the the fireflies out west but what do you mean so you don't see Tommy in the first episode you do see him but only between before before the time jump oh that's right yeah yeah right but after the time jump you don't see him for the rest of the episode okay because it's because you know like in the game he's out west like in Colorado or whatever yeah. Colorado whatever at the dam yeah at the dam so in the show Joel is worried because he hasn't heard back from his brother after a certain amount of time. So he's now he is trying to make plans. Like so, instead of a weapons cachet from Robert, he's actually trying to get a car battery for like a truck to like drive out west. Okay. So they made a few changes for the certain things, but I think it actually adds more motivation. It makes way more sense for Joel. Other because in the game, I think it's kind of silly how he's like, okay, I'm gonna go deliver this girl and then come back for like this weapons cachet. Whereas now it's much more personal to him to go out west. Mm-hmm. So like those are like the, the two changes I noticed. I'm like it works because everything else, like how Ellie messes with him, like in the apartment, like you know when you fall asleep in the apartment and Ellie's like kind of like she's being like nosy and kind of like a like she cusses a lot. She cusses a lot, just like in the game. Mm-hmm. Like she like oh, motherfucker and like and like like she's like rude, just like how she's in the beginning of the game. So like all of those things are very very faithful. Like the terms, the terminology, the names, all the setting, everything is very faithful. Other than those two like tiny differences. Yeah, there's a another section where I saw where they're they're in the street and they're in the car. You know, iconic scene at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Of the game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the portion because you see the gas station on fire, but they switch it up on you this time in the show. Yeah, there's a fireball, but it's for a different reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for someone's house yeah. or something like that. Well, you see the house, but yeah. once you see everybody infected in the street, they're in the car. And they look back, and there's something that creates a fireball. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, cool. It's a it's a different vehicle, but similar result. It wasn't what I saw. It wasn't a vehicle. Oh. It was. It was a. Well, I don't want to. That's it. a vehicle, Johnny. It was a plane. It's a vehicle, Johnny. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> that's a vehicle. You're right. Yeah, I think in the game it's a truck or something, right? I think it's a truck or. I forgot. It's like a some other car or something. Yeah, 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 I think right. of Resident Evil. I'm getting confused with Resident Evil too, maybe. With the fire, with the truck. Anyways, we've confused the audience, which is good because then you know we're not. You don't know what's not there. The yeah. cool thing is they did bring back the actress who plays Marlene in the game. She is Marlene also. Oh, okay, okay. In the show, and like I, I like that because like you hear her and you see her, I'm like yeah, like that's the same character from the yeah. game. So that kind of like bridges like the connective tissue between the game and the show, kind of for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, like this person is like legitimately the same exact person in the game. There's, there's something odd about the show. If you look at the casting, they still show uh, what's her name, uh, Troy and oh yeah, Ashley Johnson. Yeah, like why are they in the credits for the show? Because they're playing other characters. All right, 
that's cool. They're not playing themselves, but they're playing other characters. Yeah. I like to see that. That's cool. Yeah. Something I think I will not be able to get over is seeing uh, Ramsey as Ellie. Like, she might be playing like a character. Like, you know what? The, it, the comments that I've seen are it, all positive. She can act. But it takes like, a while. Yeah, like, her look just isn't there. Like, Pedro me. Pascal as Joel, immediately I believed it. Like, he just... Like, the warm warmth of Joel pre-outbreak and then the coldness of Joel, like, post-outbreak. Like, like yep, like, he's cold. He's a cold-hearted... Like, that fits. Like, he fits the mannerisms and everything. I don't know. But Ellie... But Bella Ramsey as Ellie, like, probably didn't really f- hit for me until, like, the very end of the episode where I'm like, okay, like, I that's Ellie. Like, that's ellie's personality right there mm-hmm. like it took where i was like like nah this isn't working for me and it, it wasn't until like the very end of the episode where i was like okay i'm coming around to it like that is how ellie would respond that's exactly how ellie talks that's exactly like how ellie behaves like okay like yeah but just to look alone it's a little it's a little jarring because she doesn't look exactly like her i think Pedro well, was, it doesn't have to be exactly but it's not even like i think with Pe- there. i think with pedro it's easier because he does kind of look like joel because he has like the scruffy like a the little bit hair. i like i've said about Pedro, he's a great actor, but I, he just doesn't look big enough for Joel. I think he does. You think so? Yeah, because when he's on the screen, he does seem like physically dominating. Because Joel to me is like a six foot two at least type of dude. Uh, well, in real life, Pedro Pascal, and I know this because I looked at I was right I was writing my review for uh-huh. for the website I write, and I looked up. I'm like, what? Is, like, well, how old is he? Because he. Because there's in the pre in the in the um I'm sorry we're gonna talk about video games in a second just give me a second in the pre outbreak there's a scene where he talks to Sarah and then she comments about his age he says I'm 36 and I'm like bull crap you're not 36 like dude's like four supposed to be four years older than me he looks like that like he's not 36 but then they do the time jump oh no and so I was looking up his stats like in real life he's like 47 48 Pedro Pedro Pascal is like 48 or 47 in real life. So, like, the time jump from the sh- in the show to, like, okay, so they're matching him up to what he's supposed to be in real life, like, post-outbreak. Mm-hmm. And his height, I mentioned, like, looking up, like, his age, on the height, it says he's uh, he's 5'11", which is, like, two in- almost two inches away from 6'2". His real height is 5'11". I'm 5'11". Well, I mean, at a minimum, Joel should be, like, 6'2". Like, yeah, I don't me, know how that- tall Joel's supposed to be, but 5'11", I mean, you're above the average height of the average men. 5'11"? Yeah, I think the average height for men is, like, 5'10 or 5'9". Across the spectrum, average is like five nine or five ten. Okay. So he's slightly above average in terms of height, but he does like have that dominating presence. It's just that it takes a like Bella's just not quite there for Ellie. Not quite. I could see probably in a few episodes that I'll, I'll forget. I'll it'll blur for me. Mm-hmm. But like she's not quite there yet. And I wish they brought back the actress who plays Tess in the video games because I Annie Wershing. I have a huge crush on her. Does she look like her? Nah, nah, not no. She looks more. She looks like her in the PS3 version of the game. But then you mm-hmm. know how they did the the remake. Yeah. I don't and they changed her face and made she, her look old. She doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah. But the actress looks like Tess does in the original game. Okay. So she would, and she looks pretty good still. She looks pretty good still. I think they could have, they should have brought her back just to have the voice yeah. match the. And then also on the cast, there's a ton of actors where I'm like, who the hell is this? Like, who's this person in the game? So I'm like, where? Some of them are original characters, and I think some of them, I think, uh, had their had similar either they're a blend of more than one character put together, or they just changed their name altogether. Because I think, I think the guy who's the leader of like the you know the 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 one that Ellie fights in the game in the diner. I forget their names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they changed his name or something for some reason. 
I think. Uh, okay. I don't know why, but I think he's supposed to be a different. They changed his name. I think they changed his. I don't remember his name in the game, but I'm pretty sure they changed his name, and the actor is like that. Supposed to be the leader of that group or whatever. Yeah. After that, I just remember Bill and Frank and everybody else. I'm like, oh. the casting for Bill is good. That's great. Uh, what's his name? The guy who plays Ron Swanson. Yeah. Uh, Nick Offerman. Yeah. That's a good choice because that's that fits like the gruffness and like the appearance wise. Uh-huh. Supposedly, there's supposed to be a whole episode of just about him mm-hmm. at some point, like in the show. Like, there's supposed to be an episode where it's just him. So I'm curious how that's gonna play. Uh, him and uh, Bill, I guess the guy that we never see. Like it's episode three. Is it three? Oh, I, was, I don't know if that makes sense. Well, it depends on how long the how long each arc is. Because in my head, I was trying to figure out, this is nine episodes. Like, we cleared a huge portion of the game, like, in the first episode. Like, how are they going to distribute that across all the Yeah, rest? I don't think Bill is in the middle, but he's fairly close. And to put him at the beginning, it's like, what the hell are they going to fill the, the back half with? Yeah, back, yeah, second half. Curious, I don't know. Anyways, so I'm enjoying it. I... It sucks having to wait another week. It's, it's kind of funny though because like, you more or less know what's gonna happen because you play the I play the you and I play the game multiple times and mm-hmm. it's like, like I'm wondering like will they be able to pull off the rest of it? Because I think three they times did, I beat it three times. Yeah, because they pull, they've done really well this first episode. And it's just like I can't imagine them screwing this up based off the first episode because it's just so like it's HBO. Uh, Neil Druckmann's like heavily heavily involved. Like, he directed some of the episodes. Like, like this has the perfect recipe to just be good. And uh, I think... Chernobyl. And The Last of Us, I think the that original game lends itself so well to, a like, a dramatic TV adaptation because that game's already cinematic as it is to begin with. So it's just, like, remove the gameplay pl- bits that don't make sense, and, you know, and just polish it a little nicely, and there you go. So... But we have to wait. I kind of... I kind of feel like playing the game again... Uh, and just play alongside the show, like every episode, like just get to like that part, just to see the differences and stuff. Because I, I, I haven't played the original like in probably like six years. Yeah, but when you see the show, you're gonna know like that ain't part of the fucking game. Obviously, like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to put them side by side. No, but I just, I'm just curious. I haven't, I haven't played the game like in probably like seven years or six years or so. So it's been a while. I might even just get the PS5 version, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, almost going on 20 minutes. I'm, my bad. I didn't expect that to go for as long as it did. Welcome to the DuoSense Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Orozco, joined by the Badger of the High Desert. The self-proclaimed lost cause, because he's always down for the cause, never down for the count. The unnecessary one, the truth, Johnny. Hey. Thank you, Johnny. What's that? All right, Johnny. That's enough talking about The Last of Us, the show, based off the game. Let's get back to just pure video game stuff. So we have this article from The Gamer written by Akshay Patel. It says here, new PlayStation commercial shows Sony is leaving the PS4 behind. It says the PlayStation 4 is Sony's second best-selling console with over 117 million units sold since its launch in 2013. It also stands fourth among the best-selling consoles of all time. Right behind the Nintendo DS and Game Boy. Johnny, you know what number one is? Number one? It's It stands in fourth place right behind the Nintendo DS and the Game Boy. So that's obviously third and second. Okay. What do you think number one is? Oh. PS2. That is correct. Good. That's right. It was truly a generation-defining console that saw some unforgettable game releases as well. However, it seems that Sony is preparing to retire the console. Sorry, I can't speak. To retire the console soon. 
A recent trailer on PlayStation's YouTube gave us a glimpse of the games to expect in the year 2023 for PS5 and PS4. Amongst these were Final Fantasy 16, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores expansion, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Forspoken, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, and Dead Space the Remake. All of which are highly anticipated titles, although apart from the excitement, there is another thing common between the aforementioned games. These will all only be available on the PS5. So far, there are only five first-party PS5 exclusives two years after Sony's next-gen console was released. Apart from these, there are only a handful of next-gen exclusive third-party games, as most of them were available on the PS4 as well. However, with this trailer, we see that numerous titles are only coming to the PS5, including some third-party titles like Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, and more. Microsoft had quietly discontinued the production of the Xbox One by the end of 2020 to focus on the Series X S, whereas Sony ordered a million additional PS4 units in 2022. One of the reasons behind this was the PS5 supply shortage, which was possibly why we saw an up unprecedented rise in the demand for PS4s, as Sony continued producing those nine years after its release. Since the PS4 celebrates a decade, a decade, 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 of existence in 2023, which could be its last considering the number of titles that are coming out on the PS4, both first party and third party, are now looking scarce. Additionally, with the launch of PSVR 2, players will require a PS5 to have the next-gen VR experience, which is another indicator of the sun setting on the PS4. And then the mar article doesn't mention this, but um, we've seen now... Um, What's his name? Jim Ryan mentioned now, like, if you want a PS5, like, you can finally get one. Like, it is not hard to find a PS5 now. Like, the production has finally caught up to the demand. So, there really isn't much of a reason now to still be making games for PS4. Uh, Johnny, what do you think about this? What do you think? Do you think this might last, this 2023 possibly being the last year of PS4 production in terms of games? Yeah, hopefully. I think this is great news. I think this is also great because it it probably means that the last of us factions is gonna be you know totally next gen and not go to the previous gens. Mm, yeah, that definitely makes sense. I mean, we're already well, we're already seeing that with the Horizon DLCs, like only PS5 exclusive. So it wouldn't be hard to imagine that also a game, especially a first party game, only being. I mean, we saw Ratchet and Clank. Um, what you call it? Uh, I forgot the rest of the name. Was it called something? Oh my god, I can't remember the name. Ratchet and Clank something something. Rift Apart. Rift Apart, thank you, thank you so much. That was PS5 exclusive. So yeah, it makes sense that they're kind of, with Spider-Man 2 and all the other games are slowly, they're starting to finally, like, okay guys, you guys have two years to catch up. Like, if you're not in by now, like, come on now. So it makes sense that they're finally doing that. Because um, there has to be cutoff points at some time. You have to have, like, an official cutoff, like, year, right? I remember when... The PS4 came out. I think the last PS3 game that came out around that time was probably like about two years after the PS4 came out. I want to say. Mm -hmm. I think in twenty yeah it came out twenty thirteen, and I think by twenty fifteen was when I made the jump because I wanted to play Fallout Four, which was only going to be on at that time current gen consoles, and I think the last game I bought was for the ps3 was uh like a some niche jrpg like it had like a small print it was uh, oh tears to tiara 2 and that came out like in 20 
at the start of 2015, I think. So that was like the last PS3 game that came out that I remember of any like notability. So for us now to be like in year 10 now, starting year 10 of the PS4, like, dude, like, like we got to cut it off now. Like this is a decade, like, like people are ready now to just jump to PS5, I think. So it makes sense now that because people, PC gamers always complain that consoles like hold them back. PC players always say, oh, the console players are holding the gen back for us. Like in terms of like what, because, you know, they have to make multiple versions, like multi-platform versions of games. So mm-hmm. I think I agree it's time to, you know, cut the umbilical cord and go on full in into this current gen. Anything else, Johnny? No? no just happy agree? about this. Good. Maybe this will be the year you make the jump to PS5 as well. Well, we got to figure out what's going on with the, uh, you know. The oh, yeah. Slim, you, yeah. The, the CD attachment. The slim slash modular. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. If we don't find out about that next, this year, are you, do you think you're going to wait another year? or? I mean, if I'm that far into the year, yeah, I got to wait. Like, if I make it to September without a console and it still hasn't been announced, it's like, well... I have to wait another nine months. Really? It's tough. It's tough, dude. It's okay. it's a weird place. I feel like it would have been best if I got it at the beginning of this launch. You're, now you're too just, far in now. I'm in limbo. Yeah. <laughs> you're in limbo. All right. I, I get what you're saying. That kind of makes sense. It's like it's it's. I don't know. That's kind of seems like the what do they call that? The sunken time fallacy kind of thing, or the sunken cost fallacy. Like I made it so far, I might as well just keep going until they actually announce the thing I want. No? Yeah, but it's definitive that it will come out. You know, this isn't like. Uh, oh, it's not a hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's true. You got me there, Johnny. You got me there. All right, let's move on to our next story here. This one's from Josh Colson, also from The Gamer. It says PlayStation will reportedly reveal more third party content, quote, very soon, end quote. It says the first couple of weeks of 2023 have been quiet on the video game front, as is usually the case to kick off a new year. The launch slate and the big news cycle regarding what's to come in the next 12 months will pick up speed soon, though. Through an Xbox showcase and perhaps PlayStation announcing some third-party projects in the near future. That's according to a leaker known only as... The Snitch. I don't know why I find that funny. Via Insider Gaming. A renowned and unusually reliable source. The Snitch claimed to be retired from the leaks game a little while ago, like... Like, like, did someone go like go to Alaska to pull him out of retirement or something? Like Solid Snake, or... he knows he's gonna get caught. He's like retired. He's like, no, that's a that's a young man's game now. It's like we need you back, Snitch. Like Colonel Campbell, like we need you back, Snitch. He's like, ah, it's for your country. <laughs> I gotta do. I gotta snitch for my country. <laughs> All right, back to the article. That's why it was quite the surprise when they popped up on their own public Discord to reveal a reliable source had informed them PlayStation is preparing to reveal some upcoming third-party content very soon. As for what the third-party content might be is up to everyone's imagination for the time being. The leading theory is a Metal Gear Solid remake will be the lead announcement. Ooh, I can only dream. Or perhaps the only one. Despite not mentioning a potential state of play, some PlayStation players have gone out on a limb and assumed the snitch leak hints. I'm sorry, the snitches leak hints at a showcase during which a number of projects will be revealed. That's certainly possible, of course. Not only because Xbox has a showcase of its own and PlayStation might want to rival it, but because there are already a number of third-party games coming to PlayStation soon that could be further shown off during a state of play. Tekken 8, Street Fighter 6, 
and Final Fantasy 16, which continues to be billed as a PS5 exclusive for at least six months after its launch. Back to the Metal Gear Solid hype, and despite nothing concrete, fans of the series remain adamant that remake news is imminent. Producer Noriaki Okamura recently revealed his term of 2023 is long-awaited. Two words that sent those aforementioned fans into a frenzy. There are also a number of Silent Hill projects people will be keen to see more of in the third-party leak. If sorry, if this third-party leak really will include a variety of different games. Johnny, every time I I, I don't know we've been doing this for what maybe almost close to two years, and every time I, I we hear more and more about this Metal Gear Solid remake, Metal Gear Solid remake, Metal Gear Solid remake. You always say no, and I always feel like nah. But if he's reliable, Johnny, if he's reliable. Well, this is what I told you with uh, Silent Hill. You did say that. You're right. You talked about it. And I was like, ah, like, we'll see. We'll see. And then we got like, damn, like five Silent Hill games <laughs> all coming out, right? I, I'm i kind of excited. If this is legit and it is a remake of Metal Gear Solid, like, do they recast David Hayter? Do they put somebody else? Yeah, they need to recast him. Because they need to lock in somebody to be like the new fresh face of Solid Snake going forward, I think. Yeah. Um, I used to, I mean, it's kind of a uh, tangent, but I used to hate on the idea that they were going to come out with a Metal Gear 3, which you say is your favorite. It is. But chronologically, what a thrill. Chronologically, it does make sense. In darkness and silence. People got to pay for that section of the pod. <laughs> That's the uh, members only. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Only gamers. <laughs> Uh wait you, wait you didn't like Metal Gear Solid Three? No, it was good. It just wasn't my favorite. Oh okay okay okay. Um yeah, I mean I don't know what else to say about this. I hope it's real. I don't know if it's real. Um but it's of all the of all the past rumors we've ever gotten, this feels like the most credible one so far. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it gets announced soon. Um, I'm assuming it would be the first one, probably Metal Gear Solid, not Metal Gear like the Nintendo one. But it does say remake, right? That's what's concerning. Yeah, remake. Yeah, yeah, that's a masterpiece. But maybe we see it that way, you know, at the time. As long as as long as they keep the Kojima stuff, like the the jokes and stuff, like Hideo, like changing the video output to Hideo, and like you know, like reading the memory cards, Psycho Mantis, doing. Well, this isn't part one. Are is it really solid or really solid? The rumor has always been for three. Is it really three? It just no. It says Metal Gear Solid. It just says that's it. Like that's one. I think one makes the most sense for a remake. Anyways, you want to start fresh. Well, no, I want to start with three. I didn't want to, but now that uh, oh, timeline okay. just makes sense. No, yeah, I don't know. They have to. They don't have to stick to the timeline necessarily. I think this isn't like Resident Evil where it's it's consecutive. Like every game takes place like after the one before. It doesn't have to be like that. Because they did that with the with the Resident Evil games, right? We got two, then we got three. Now we're getting four, right? They're following like the release order. I think it makes sense to do one release order and then see how that turns out. Do two, do three, and so on and so forth. Okay, if it's one, I'm I'm even happier. Yeah, yeah, of course. I would prefer one because I think one is probably the one that has aged the least well. Um, just from a control scheme point of view. It's got my favorite bosses. It has, yeah. Well, favorite lines. Ah, three has my favorite bosses. I love the Cobra unit. The end, the fury, the pain, the boss. Nah. Really? Nah, Vulcan Raven, Sniper Wolf. Shagglehod. Freaking. We got Ray and Metal in one. What's his name? The uh, Vulgan? 
Shagohari ain't even that interesting. It's like the it's, it's like the first prototype. Yeah, it's, it's like even, the grandpa Metal Gear. It's just a tank with with uh, nuclear capabilities. What do you think Metal Gear is? It's a mech with nuclear capabilities. But it's a mech. Okay. I mean, what is a mech if not just a tank with legs? A tank with legs. That's that's what a mech is, right? Yeah. Okay. We got that established. All right. Moving on. Let's go on to the next article, Johnny. This one comes from IGN, written by Ryan Dinsdale. Dinsdale? That sounds like a city, like a small like town like in Colorado. Valley City. Dinsdale. Yeah. Anyways, European Union reportedly preparing to challenge Microsoft's Activision Blizzard deal. I feel like we've been talking about this for over a year, but it's news and it involves the real world, so... I feel like it's relevant to talk about. The European Union is reportedly planning to submit a statement of objections to Microsoft regarding its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Sources familiar with the matter told... Is it Reuters or Routers, Johnny? Here's I think this. it's Reuters. Reuters? It's not spelled that way. Reuters? Okay. R-E-U-T-E-R-S? Okay. That Microsoft is likely to receive an EU antitrust warning regarding its $68.7 billion acquisition of the Call of Duty and World of Warcraft publisher. Adding to the growing list of organizations raising concerns about the deal, the Statement of Objections charge sheet is expected to be sent in the coming weeks, though Microsoft has seemingly maintained that it's confident in the deal's success. Quote, We're continuing to work with the European Commission to address any marketplace concerns. End quote, it said. Quote, our goal is to bring more games to more people, and this deal will will further that goal, end quote. The deal has been scrutinized everywhere as well, including by various U.S. senators, the city of New York, and the U.S. Justice Department, and finally headlined by the Federal Trade Commission suing to block the deal in December. The U.K. government's Competitions and Markets Authority was also forced to extend its investigation into the deal earlier this month, due to its complexity and the lengthy responses provided by both Microsoft and Sony. In one of these responses released earlier in October, Microsoft <coughs> essentially said that the PlayStation is too big to fail even if it did acquire these games, and that Sony already has way more exclusives anyway. Oh, that's the end of the article. Johnny, is there is there anything else we can really like add to this? I, I just brought it up because I just thought we had to. We, yeah, it, it's a saga. I mean... I don't think I don't even think like the Disney acquisition of Marvel and Lucasfilm was like this contested. I think I, I went in like smoothly and no one even cared. Yeah, but that was only two IPs. Two of the most massive IPs. They weren't massive at the time. Marvel was kind of Marvel like, was dying. Marvel was They dying. already had Iron Man One. They were going through bankrupt. They already had Iron Man bankrupt. One and the Hulk out by that point. Yeah, they got acquired by I think some Marvel was acquired by some bank because they were that's why um, that's why Sony has a uh, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like this all happened in, in the nineties. Okay, they well kind... they did. Okay, well they bought Lucasfilm, right? They bought all of Star Wars, all of Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. That's something, I that, think. That's relevant, but I mean, they bought Fox, and no one batted an eye. Remember? Yeah, except the news section of it. Right, they bought The Simpsons. They bought all the Fox Studios properties outside of the Fox News section itself. So. Again, no one like. Why are we coming down so hard? The news portion is relevant because there's there's. Well, they weren't. Disney was not going to acquire Hannity and. Uh, no, I know, but I mean, <laughs> Glenn Beck. That's definitely a monopoly. Like the people that own news. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So you can't touch that. Yeah. They didn't bat an eye with that. Yeah. 
Um, it, it kind of bothers me that these are like American companies and then the, uh, is it the UN or the EU that you're talking about? European Union. Yeah, it kind of bothers me. Like, just fucking stay out of it. Well, because all these companies operate in territories outside the U.S. I know, but it just bothers me just to hear they're fucking... There's a Microsoft UK, you know, there's a Microsoft... Yeah. Um, a t- probably a really tiny Microsoft Japan. <laughs> there's a Microsoft Latin America, whatever that would be called, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, it just seems really weird now that like, as this continues, like, right, John mentions this saga, like, I think... Even the remember the Apple and Google thing, the Apple and Epic, remember yeah. that fight? Like I think even then that that thing lasted way less than this. That was a sh- much shorter, like ongoing legal situation. Yeah, but the gripe wasn't as large. True, true. It's just funny that like a year later we're still. Wasn't this? This was announced like in what like February of last year? I want to say. When they announced they were buying Activision, was it February? It was like February or like March of last year. So we're going on almost a year still having these talks. And, like, I I remember everyone was saying, like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And now it's like, I don't know. Like, they've had, they've hit so many roadblocks, had to justify themselves so many times. Like, I don't know if it's so clean cut anymore. I don't think it really is. I'll be surprised. Honestly, I'll be surprised if it does go through at this point. Yeah. Just because it's just, the you know, the longer it takes, the less likely it kind of ha- it's going to happen, I think. Yeah, so. they got to get all these lawyers to handle this. And then there's that thing, too, where if they don't acquire them, like they owe Activision like a huge chunk of money. That's right. I don't know how many billions of dollars just for like basically wasting their time or something like that. Something like that. It's not, it's not what it's actually referred to. It's not, it's not called wasting our time. But it's like some kind of like. Yeah, I think I'm still indifferent. You know, I've said it this whole time, like. Micro, uh, Sony should just kind of cut their losses and it's like because personally I don't care about the games that they have right. I still think it should happen though if not just to prevent something worse from happening yeah. in terms of acquisitions yeah yeah definitely because we talked about that too uh, better the enemy you know than the enemy you don't know you know what I'm saying so anyways that's enough about that let's move on to our final story Johnny our final countdown da 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 Imagine it was Tencent behind the scenes, like pulling EU strings. Like they're the imagine that would make a great movie if they were like, like, did you ever watch that movie with Matt Damon? Um, oh my god, what's it called? It's it's the one where he's like chubby in the movie. The oh my god, I can't remember what the movie's called, but it's about like a real life thing where like all these um, all these uh, I don't know if they were butter or oil. All these companies were in real life like. Conglomerate. They were all working together to like come up with like a fixed floor, like a fixed floor price for like some commodity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is it called the firm. No, oh, they did that with light bulbs. I have to look it up now. You know, because it's bothered me now. You know, there's a light bulb out there. I think it's it's a hundred years and it's still on. Like an incandescent one. Yeah, or one of those. Pretty sure it's still on. The Informant. There you go. The Informant. Did you ever watch that movie? 2009. Wow. I can't believe it was that long. No. The Informant. It's uh, here. I can't read the the synopsis. I'm going off on a tangent, but it's it's relevant. It's relevant. Um, It's a 2009 American biographical crime comedy filmed by Steven Soderbergh. I'm trying to get to the plot real quick. But he he put on weight for the movie, The Informant. And uh, where is it? He's a rising star in the Archer Daniels Midland office and blows a whistle on the company's price-fixing tactics at the urging of his wife. 
one nine November nineteen ninety two, Whitaker confesses to the FBI special agent Brian Shepard that ADM executives, including Whitaker himself, had routinely met with competitors to fix the price of lysine, an additive used in the common commercial livestock industry. Okay, so that's what it is. So basically, he becomes like an FBI informant, and he's like writing out all these like there's like a Chinese company, a Japanese company, like all of these companies. Uh, oh, here goes business meetings at various <coughs> locations around the globe, such as Tokyo, Paris, Mexico City, and Hong Kong. Eventually, collecting enough evidence to, of collaboration and conspiracy to warrant a raid. So, I can imagine. Yeah, you're saying like Ten Sits, the one who's really like they're the one at, like that would be a good movie to watch. It was like Ten Sit controlling the European Union, everyone just like they could get Activision Blizzard themselves. Mm-hmm. Ingenious, ingenious. All right, final story, Johnny. This one comes from VGC. Uh, says the Callisto Protocol reportedly has not met publisher sales expectations. Written by Jordan Midler. It says, according to MK Odyssey, the game reportedly cost over 200 billion won, or $162 million, to develop, a budget that the sales of the game has not even matched. During development, the game was referred to as Quadruple A, (laughs) suggesting that no expense was spared, despite the game being a new IP in a niche genre that rarely produces massive sales numbers. For comparison... Resident Evil Village, the eighth mainline entry in the hugely popular franchise, managed 6 million units in its first six months, despite the profile of the franchise and strong reviews. According to Samsung Securities, Crafton had expected the Callisto Protocol to sell around 5 million copies. However, quote, Considering the current sales ranking, cumulative sales of 2 million copies will not be easy until this year. End quote. The brainchild of Dead Space creator and Striking Distance CEO Glenn Schofield, the Callisto Protocol challenges players to escape a maximum security prison on Jupiter's moon Callisto in the year 2320, or I guess 2320, after a mysterious outbreak begins transforming its inmates into monstrous creatures. Crafton's stock price already took a hit following reviews of the game being published. Across the media, Callisto Protocol has received a wide range of scores, including a 9 out of 10 from PC Games a 7 out of 10 from IGN, and a 5 out of 10 from GameSpot. While respectable, Sir Kentoto, the CEO of hold on, pop up, up, of Tokyo-based games industry consultant Canton Games, suggested that the scores appear to have been lower than some investors had hoped for. Quote, TCP's Metacritic score is in mid-70s, the Callisto Protocol, basically. The Callisto Protocol's Metacritic score is in the mid-70s. Apparently too low for crafted investors who were hoping the IP could become a new pillar for the PUBG company, he wrote. VGC's The Callisto Protocol Review called the game, quote, a solid but safe Dead Space successor, end quote, which is lacking in originality but delivers strong strategic combat. Quote, The Callisto Protocol delivers the violence, intensity, and horror that lives up to its Dead Space predecessor, but with deeper strategic combat. However, a cliched story and lack of original ideas means that it has one tentacle stuck in the past. Who said that? Wrote critic Christopher Dring. It's totally the opposite of that. Is it? I haven't played well, it. I haven't played, the, <coughs> I haven't played the game, but every comment I've seen is that it actually is creative, but the gameplay is lackluster. I've heard more complaints about the gameplay feeling like sluggish or not like good. It's a, a lot of melee. And they say like it's like the timing or something is like weird. Um, yeah, a little slow. So that's unfortunate, Johnny, because the Callisto Protocol looks expensive. It looks like a lot of work went into it. And that it hasn't met publisher sales expectations means it's probably going to lose money. It probably has lost money. Uh, if they're expecting 5 million copies, and it's only sold maybe about 2 million. 
Most video games make the bulk of their lifetime sales like in the first month that they come out. And we're already going into what? We're already in the second month, right? Came out like in December, mm-hmm. right? In January. So it's probably not going to make more than another $2 million. So we're looking at around less than $4 million yeah. when it needed to make $5 million to break to actually make like, profit. Kind of sucks. And this is probably going to be the kind of thing that's going to dissuade, I think, other ambitious developers who want to, you know, create a new IP with a new studio from scratch and to get investors to believe in this, what they call the quadruple A, right? That's what they call it in, in, <clears throat> internally, a quadruple A project. I mean, that's absurd, dude. Like, I mean, the developer wasn't looking at the sales for Resident Evil. Like such a popular game and it didn't break, it didn't it break barely ten mil, right? No, it got no. To about well, most games don't make ten mil. Ten mil is like absurd amount. That's like Last of Us two. Okay, they made about what was it six? It said six million. Yeah, and that's with like in its first six months, so not even like the first. So that was after half a year. Yeah, and like you thought you could do like yeah. a little less than that in just one month or two. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Like yeah, I, I I don't know if they were just. Uh, they were probably just writing really like goodwill as far as they could in terms of like from the creator of Dead Space and like you know I think that was the biggest thing right yeah and they just shot too far they probably should, I mean I don't I don't know I don't I've never made a game I've tinkered with RPG Maker on PC but I've never made like an actual game <laughs> so I don't know like marketing and pay, what you had to pay I think I think uh. Who would I listen to? Somebody said that on average, like if you have a studio, your income for the studio, like you have to imagine that the average worker at a, any game, any giving game studio probably makes about 80000 or so a year. So for every head or every person in your studio, that's $80,000 you have to account for per year. So you have to have like a respective amount. Like you have to understand in terms of also like voice actors and motion capture and all the extra like ancillary <laughs> stuff into making a game. like Marketing marketing you have to like have a very good or a very well thought out um financial plan for every year of development it did have market plenty of marketing it it did it was it, the game awards i mean it was hard i think the last up and around november to december i saw ads on just pretty much any website we go to that was video game related it had like either a bar on the side an ad or like one of those like ones that scroll across or something youtube videos i saw so many ads for callisto mm-hmm. protocol so yeah. like they were trying. They were trying to do something, but they were probably gonna go the uh, cyberpunk route. <clears throat> In what way? The game is unfinished. It's unpolished, but it had a shit little marketing. Oh, I see what you mean. They're going for that tactic. I don't know. Maybe that's what they were trying to do. But like a lot of the complaints about the game, it sounds like this game needed probably like another half year. Although Glenn Schofield did say that everything about the game was intentionally designed. So that makes me wonder if maybe, I guess, more time wouldn't have really fixed it if they were so set. What is an intentionally designed? In terms of, like he said, like the way the game handles or how it feels is intentional. Well, no shit. Like, what game isn't supposed to be? No, but I mean, like, I don't think more time would have made the game better in terms of, like, if you're if people are complaining about the combat feeling clunky, uh-huh. then it was going to be clunky no matter what. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know about that because, I mean, that's kind of relative. Like, you feel like God of War is clunky, right? At least the, the first, first one. The first, the 2018 one. Not that it's clunky. It's just that the Leviathan Axe isn't fun to use so, compared to the Blades of Chaos. So, I mean, clunky, it just looks like the gameplay wasn't there. There wasn't a lot of variety. And it, a lot of people are saying that the enemy types 
they would vary a little bit, but they would all kind of come at you the same way. Mm. So, I also heard like dodging or like maneuvering was like a real pain in the ass. It's like a very <clears throat> finicky or inconsistent like window of time to like dodge or something. People yeah, were saying they made a few updates where they said it was uh, pretty significant. It made the combat fun, but it wasn't. It wasn't no dead space. Mm. Do you think this game is kind of just now dead in the water now at this point? I mean, I was hoping for a sequel because I do like the IP, the premise of being in in a high prison, you know, high level prison, and there's this outbreak and it's super gory. The cutscenes look great, animations, the acting looks all dope. It's just coming down to the gameplay. Uh, one of my friends, uh, I, I forgot who. I'd be, hmm? I would love if Sony just bought that IP. Mm, they could make some of their money back. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that'd be good for uh, striking distance, but I don't, I don't know if that'd be good for PlayStation. Maybe um, one of my friends, I forgot who I was talking to, I was on Twitter, was saying how this game's probably gonna get like a second wind right around the time Dead Space comes out because people are gonna be talking about Dead Space and Callisto Protocol in the same oh, breath, them? in point. the same breath. Yeah. So you, you probably will see like a second wind for this game, although not much, but but, def- but definitely more than what it is like at the as of right now as of recording. Because people will be, you know, they'll be talking about them in the same breath, saying like, oh, this did this better, oh, this did that better. But what what it could also be, I mean, I don't think this is the case, but what it could also be is the um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West and the Zelda effect. Oh, where and it came out in the shadow of something better or bigger? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people know that Resident Evil 4 is right around the corner. Or people might have been holding out just for Dead Space Remake in general. Exactly. We got two horror games that are proven. Too close to each other. Right after uh, Callisto Protocol. Maybe that could be it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say that's not it. I mean, that, I think that could be a factor. I don't know how much of a factor, but it could be. I mean, the main thing that turned me off of me and wanting to try the game were the reviews. And I saw like how bad it was. That people were complaining about, and like horror isn't really my thing, especially a game I don't know anything about as compared to like Resident Evil or like like. Resident Evil is more than horror. It's got this weird effect, dude. It has this legacy where it's like it's just been around so long. It's almost like horror game royalty. Yeah. Like it's just kind of permeated the gaming landscape where like even if you've never played Resident Evil, you know the characters kind of thing. It it transcends what it is because there's a lot of memes about it, right? There's memes, Jill Sandwich, Sandwich, Punch a Boulder, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I think Resident Evil has staying power because it's it's been it's the big horror game that's been around since like the it's PS1 got films, days. it's got animated series, mm-hmm. it's it's gone way beyond. It's got books. Game. I read books on Resident Evil, so yeah. Um sucks for striking distance. Hopefully they can I, they are they owned by anybody? Cuz they are the people who own PUBG own them too, right? Isn't that how that works or am I confused about that? I'm gonna look it up right now because I'm curious. Striking distance. I'm gonna guess Embracer. Are they owned by Embracer? Uh, Looking it up. Uh, Who's striking distance? Striking distance led by Space Space and Call of Duty veterans. Blah blah blah. Doesn't say who they're. I forgot. I think they are owned by somebody. Is it this Crafton? We have right at the forefront of where. Okay. It probably is this Crafton parent company. But if they're involved with the PUBG guys in some way, I imagine there's probably some more money. I think they might just eat the cost and just take player feedback and probably do another one, maybe. If they really believe in it. If they they really should th- go for another one. If they really do think they have something here, just they might just do it. Make it happen. Yeah, just eat their losses and just, you know, 
because not every game i mean as your first as a new studio your first game bombs that's like a huge <clears throat> blow but that's not always the death knell for every single studio i mean they've they've kind of got the dna there maybe they just got to give it to like a different studio maybe they might i mean they could do something like that i doubt it where they kind of just license it out to another studio to develop like a second party kind of situation oh no giving it to blooper team <laughs> blooper team has its has its hands filled full um i'm definitely gonna play this game though once it gets down to the 20 dollar range i think i'm gonna my curiosity is gonna take over and i'm gonna want to play it just to see how bad or how good it oh, is. oh i saw a game that was on sale uh, today <clears throat> tripped me out because this game came out i think it was 2019 i might be wrong it was um oh god damn of course i gotta forget the name. was it the one you talked talk to me about mm-hmm. earlier no oh it was anthem oh yeah so did we always forget that? we always forget the name for that yeah it was Anthem. I've uh, seen that game for like a dollar at GameStop. Exactly. I saw it today for two bucks. Oh, okay. But it wasn't used or anything. It was on, on the PlayStation uh, store. store. Yeah, so... Did I'm you like, get it? No. Oh. I'm not, I, don't, I don't even want it for two bucks. Wow. Uh, that's that's like an insult right there. Like, I don't even want it for two... That's like the... Like, I wouldn't even touch it with a 10-foot pole, but like the gaming equivalent. Well, I that's would... the same way I feel about uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I still haven't played that game. I have that game sealed. I haven't even played it I kind of want to play the Legacy uh, whatever edition collection. Uh, I never finished two. I never finished two. I finished one. I was talking about this with my friend Miko the other day because he's playing he's playing he's been playing all three games for the past month. He just finished two and he just started three like this past weekend and he's like oh man like oh I forgot that he was telling us something funny about like how he he in the he in the first game he tried to romance Ashley Mm -hmm. and the second game he went after Miranda and now he's starting the third game that actually doesn't like him anymore. Like he's like slapped, she slapped him or something. <laughs> and so like he gives us like the play by play of like his relations with the characters and stuff. And like listening to him talk about Mass Effect Three, it's like man, I really should finish those games. So where you at? You're on two. I finished one, and I've been meaning to play two because when I played two, I left off. I had the last thing I did in two was I was still collecting building the team, mm-hmm. and I collect the last person I got was that green guy with the big black eyes. He's like an assassin or something. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? He has like green skin, black. He's like the typical Martian looking character you would think of. Like he has like the big, he kind of looks like Kid Fister from Star Wars. Like the green guy with the big black bug eyes. Trying to get his name. It's a simple name. Yeah. But that's, that was the last person I collected. And that was on PS3. So I don't even have that save file anymore. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you. So you might want to go to one. Because- no, I was talking to Miko about that. Like, should I start over with one? He's like, what do you remember from one? I'm like, there's that Saren guy who's the same race as Garrus, and he's the bad guy, and he's like working with like the gathers. He's like, okay, he's like, you can skip one then. That's pretty much. Yeah, it. but then you don't get to romance uh, Ashley. I don't really care. I about mean, you Ashley. can Ashley, romance the guy. That's up to you. I don't care about Ashley. You have Miranda. You got Jax. You got. I'm just saying because as far as you got as that a... one chick that never wears takes off her armor. I forgot her name because she can't breathe or something. I forgot her name. You know the one. Yeah, she was my favorite. That's why I don't remember her name. Tali. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Is there anything from one that carries over to three? Ashley. Is she the only person? That's what I'm saying. If you get I, Ashley, I then you get, one, though. you get story stuff. Because one's not as like RPG-ish as two is, and that's what I love about Mass Effect, is the RPG stuff. Part one feels like a PC game. What I love about part one is that your guns, they don't run out of ammo, they just overheat. Like a 1990s PC game. And then, but then Mass Effect 2, they do the thing where they switch to like actual ammo and it's annoying. 
Okay, two is great, dude. Like, you get to the end, you do your loyalty missions, you're like, I got you, motherfucker, and you go do his thing, and they're very appreciative, and, oh, it's just great. The only reason you, I get, don't... you get towards the end, and yeah. if you do their loyalty missions, it's it, the payoff is great. I know. The only reason, the only reason I don't want to play one is because I don't want to have to use the, the roving tank thingy again. I hate using that thing. The... The, you know the, the the tank the deployable tank for recovering planets and like looking for resources the yeah it's got a silly name I can't remember the name but I just don't like using that thing and I know one has a lot of that good point so I, I want to skip one I I know what happens in one I don't care about Ashley so okay I'm gonna go back go to for two. two go for two the payoff is great at the end of two you get to three and three is where the combat is just so good. Unfortunately, it doesn't have multiplayer. I don't care about multiplayer. multiplayer was just where it was at. I'm sure it was, but as a single player, a predominantly single player gamer, I don't really care about multiplayer. What are you going to select? What type? Soldier type? I usually just go for whoever's a shooter guy. Shooter? Yeah. Whoever's the, the soldier, the regular, the uh, basic one. I don't like messing with like the magic stuff. I, what would that be? The the psionic, whatever it is the bionic psionic yeah 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 that stuff it seems it's always like a pain to like manage so you can probably do soldier or you could do the sniper version then we got the tech guy uh i think they have a bionic like a basic bionic i might just look up like a build like a youtube video on builds i would go for the vanguard vanguard the most valuable thing about that is he has a rush right like you pick your target you rush him and then you do it like, okay, like, just imagine this. There's a target in the corner. You rush his ass. And then you take out, like, a shoddy or a pistol. You kill his ass. You, f- you finish him off. Mm-hmm. Then you take cover. And then you pick an enemy on the safe side. So he's like, there's an enemy trying to get to your team. You rush him, and now you're in safety mm-hmm. away from the group. Mm-hmm. So he's super valuable because you can get in hot, kill somebody, and get out. Mm-hmm. That's the Vanguard. Okay. I might do that. Uh, I guess I get okay. I guess we're doing it. We're now in the what we've been playing section, right? Because that counts technically. <laughs> oh, uh, so you're done with articles? Yeah, there's that. was it? All right. Uh, well, I got like eh, sort of three things, three or four things. All right, Johnny wants to take over now. Go ahead, Johnny. <clears throat> okay, I guess only only eat this chocolate mint while you talk. All right. Um, so I wrapped up. I don't know if I talked about this uh, last week, but I wrapped up with injustice. I mean, wrapped up injustice. The story. Yeah, the whole campaign. How did you fi- how how annoying was Brainiac for you? Not too bad. Really? That guy is hard. He was annoying because he kept doing that thing where like the grab does so much damage to you. No, for the people, for the for the competition. I, and I hate how it forces you to use Batman or Superman because the two characters I do not like using in that game. Um, no. Okay, let's start with that. I'll tell you my favorite characters. Maybe we spoke about this last week. I don't care. A little bit. Uh. Harley Quinn is great. I love her combat, her combat style. I like playing with Blue Beetle. Oh, oh, Blue Beetle's fun. He's legit. He's <laughs> he's smooth. He feels like he's playing himself. Uh, his technique is dope. I feel like it's very easy to get to a character. Mm-hmm. I just, I just hate his art style. <laughs> um, who else do we have? Jai Greenland Green Lantern. No. Yeah, like his, I like his special with the mech with the giant robot, the big mech. That's cool special. Mm-hmm. I think the best special, maybe not the best, but the most, the one that really hits. The Flash. Batman's. Really? He's dude. He's got the, the Flash is cooler. 
He's got the uh, the bat wing with the gra- sh- grapple. No, no, the He's Fulton got, recovery. Yeah, the Fulton, and you see it at the moon, the and then it just drops slowly. Yes, it shoots him down to the ground. Um, Wonder Girl was great. I think she was awesome. She feels a little weak, but she's fast. Wait, Wonder Woman or Su- Supergirl? Supergirl. Oh, okay. She's got the laser. Mm-hmm. I like her more than Superman. I'd use her more. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But Superman has that thing where he lifts you up on the sky and he just throws you down on the ground. Mm-hmm. That's a good move. Um, as far as Brainiac, fighting him, not too difficult. I think I lost maybe twice. Really? It I'm was stick fun. on him for a while. It was fun fighting him. And then I, whatever, I finished the game. What did you think about like the story, like the sides of how like Superman's like... <clears throat> It's like, good. He's like the. It's kind of like the. It reminds me of the, um, the Civil War arc in Marvel, where you have like the people who are absolutely by the law, like any means necessary, and then you have like the freedom matters more than like results kind of thing. What do you think about that dilemma or that little conflict between the two sides? Well, I think it's a good story. That's always a great story, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the writing is good. It's better than uh, Marvel. I mean, uh. The Mortal Kombat X. Okay. Mortal Kombat XL's story is just corny as hell. Mm. I hope Eleven is better than that. Is that the one with like the time travel stuff? Um, no. no. I remember. Uh, but Injustice, the story is pretty damn good. Uh, the facial animations, you know, the expressions come across. So it really helps the story. Um, Brainiac's motivations it's not much right it's just I'm destroy everybody I'm dominate everyone he wants to collect everything yeah uh, the, the part where I think the writing was a little bit tough is so Superman has been trapped you know he's been in prison he's like all deprived and malnourished and yeah so one side wants to release him the other doesn't obviously he's gonna get released towards the end you know that's a given mm-hmm. and he comes out and he's like alright we're gonna fight like, okay, who at the same time? Like who be, who betrayed me? And we're gonna go. <laughs> I got score to settle. <laughs> yeah, like they all know. Like okay, Superman's gonna have a problem, so he's gonna beef. So we're gonna have to fight, but we gotta save the city at the same time. So mm-hmm. we all gotta team up, fight Brainiac, mm-hmm. and then towards the end, it's like you had to make that decision at the end. Which one? After Brainiac's done, like, what do you do with Superman? Yeah, it. I don't know if this is bad writing or like maybe they could have giving it a little bit more but superman is is dead set on like fuck all you like i'm gonna enslave you all whatever it takes to keep you to keep you safe he goes like the dr doom path yeah so i enjoyed it okay so we got that do you have one before the next one um yeah i've been so i finally start i finally decided to start diablo 3 um because I've been thinking about the trailer for Diablo 4 and like how it comes out later this year. It I was looks, like, oh man. It I'm looks impressed. really dope. Uh, you know, I don't like magic, so that's. Right. And so I've had Diablo 3. I bought it when I got my Switch, like back in 2018. Mm-hmm. So I've had the game for a while, but I think I only played it for like two hours when I first got it, and that was it. And I just kind of forgot about it. But the other day, I was thinking about the trailer for Diablo 4, and I was like, I kind of wish I could play that now, but I can't because it's not out yet. And I was like, oh, but I do have Diablo 3. Like, maybe I should actually give that, like, an actual fair shot now. Well, I mean, you should to know if you're going to like... Yeah, four. because I... Again, I remember I bought it when I got my Switch, but I also bought, like, Let's Go Pikachu and, like, some other games. So I got distracted, like, right away, and I forgot about it. So I so I started playing that um, this past weekend. 
I'm only about like five, six hours in or so because I've been doing other stuff. And I'm enjoying it. It's basically just like a dungeon. It's kind of like a dungeon sh looter thing where you choose your class at the beginning of the game. Uh, then like there's like this meteorite or whatever fell on this church and like hell's breaking loose and you go and kill these demons and it's like isometric and like you just you know you level up you kill enemies you get experience get new abilities find new gear swap out your old gear for new gear it's kind of like Borderlands it's like what Borderlands is except without guns so like you have characters you have different characters well you only play as one character but you can have multiple characters per account mm -hmm. so let's say you find like a, per a piece of gear like they say you find like a really dope axe but you're i'm playing as a monk so monks basically uses their fist they have like fist weapons mm -hmm. but i find like a big shield or like a heavy suit of armor my character can't use it but if i put it like in the stash other characters i use who are those classes can use that shared community like gear or whatever right so if i start a new game as a new character with a different class I have access to all the stuff that's in the stash saved across all my accounts. So I can use that gear. I can save that gear for like my next playthrough, even though I can't use it for this one, stuff like that. And there's like side quests and stuff like, Oh, you know, this ghost is haunting me because I have to return these bones to like her tomb or something. And so like, you'll go to the tomb. So like you have like little side quests, you have a main story. It's all like isometric though. Like you'll go into like a town or like a building and then, like, it'll load, and, like, okay, now you're in this building, and, like, you talk to the residents, they might give you a side quest, they might not. And it's just, like, stuff that adds to the lore and stuff. It's, like, this, like, invasion of hell or whatever, and there's demons everywhere, and it's it's pretty cool. It's, it's I mean, it's kind of like the generic fantasy kind of, but with a darker, darker, like, demonic stuff. Like, it's, it's Diablo. I mean, that's it's in the name, right? Diablo, Spanish for devil, right? So... And then I guess Diablo is like the main villain in the game. There's an actual character named Diablo that's like responsible for everything. And so it's interesting. It's just like a Western RPG. It's basically like what Skyrim is without without the free, without like the fast travel and without like the factions and stuff. You're kind of just going around using your abilities, using magic, using weapons. And yeah, it's isometric. It's pretty fun. I'm It's straightforward fun. I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm playing. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep me going. Like unless it does yeah. something really drastic, that was or kind of my next question, or if the story like really pulls me in, it's kind of fun to just go in mindlessly and just kill crap and get better loot, which is like the same gameplay f loop that I like in Borderlands, where you just get better guns. Except like axes and swords aren't nearly as cool as guns, so it's like, and there's no humor. Like Borderlands has like insane humor that really like pulls you in. So I don't know if it's gonna have lasting. I'm like about six hours in, but I don't know how long the game is. I have no idea. I haven't checked. I don't know if it's gonna keep me like pulled in right now. It's got me like it has my attention. It grabs me, but I don't know if that's gonna last. I, I have a feeling it's probably gonna wear off at some point. So yeah, Diablo three is pretty much the only thing I've been playing since probably Friday because I haven't played anything else. So I played Call of Duty with a couple of friends. Played Modern Warfare two with Brian and some friends. But like briefly and then um i'm still playing the witch knight i think i talked about that like an episode or two ago a game that i got a review code for that i haven't finished yet mm -hmm. and yeah that's about it that's all i've really been playing i've mostly been just working on gunpla and uh watching anime so i haven't had but uh diablo like your first impression why does it capture you 
because it, it scratches that itch for me to be like level up it's like it's a western rpg it's just like you're getting better loot getting better like you'll get like similar pieces of armor like oh they have the same rating oh but this one has like this added effect like oh this one like you gain extra experience after every kill like oh let me put that one on so like it has that that you it fills you with the need to like okay let me go back to the town let me sell all my crappy gear so I can buy like better gear from like the merchant. Is the term RPG misleading? Like In you what know, sense? you know what an RPG Role is, playing but the game. name itself, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, because it doesn't mean that anymore. RPG, the term comes from the original RPG, which is Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. It's a role playing game because in Dungeons and Dragons you play as a specific role. You create a role for your character, and you play as that character or whatever. Yeah. Cause so the term role playing game comes from the D, D Dungeons and Dragons. It doesn't originate in video games. Yeah, because every time I see a game and it has RPG, I'm very dismissive about it. Really? Like, uh, I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, RPG. Okay. Yeah. The only game that I think that I love that's RPG is Mass Effect. Yeah, because you yeah it has RPG mechanics. You level up. You get better stats. You get different weapons and gear. But some of the, so much of that is just like Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not really well. That's okay. So that's the thing now that the term RPG now is just so loose. Yeah, it can apply to anything. Yeah, Horizon has RPG mechanics. There's a difference between having RPG mechanics and being an RPG. Like yeah, that's what I'm trying to make a, a distinction with with uh, Diablo because it's like is our RPG elements in this that I haven't seen elsewhere that are are gonna feel like a drag to me or well well, okay so you can like attack enemies just normal attack but you also have like other abilities like there's one where like as a monk all my abilities are like hand like combat focused so like now like oh you unlock this new ability that allows you to like you can like punch further away or oh you have this ability now like you can do like a side like a sweep kick that hits all the enemies in front of you kind of thing and then like oh the sweep kick requires you to, like, you don't, you can only use a sweep kick when you have enough, like, magic. It takes away from your magic points. And then you generate magic points by using your regular attacks. Okay. So you have to, like, alternate between using regular attacks and your special attacks because regular attacks just don't do enough. And then your special attacks need you to generate enough magic to use them. So it's, like, a kind of back and forth, like, you know, balancing out the gameplay with, like, regular attacks, powerful. Regular attacks, powerful kind of thing. So that is an RPG mechanic because RPGs usually have a magic system sometimes where you use, mm-hmm. was it in Mass Effect, you use like a focus or stat or some kind of points, right, for your like abilities. Like you can't use your, you can't infinitely use your like bionic abilities, right? There's like a certain like meter, right? That's like refill or whatever. Cooldown. A cooldown or something, yeah. So those are RPG mechanics. Mass Effect is very much a third person shooter, I think, but it does have RPG mechanics. Now, a full RPG is like Skyrim. Skyrim is a full-on RPG in every sense. It's a Western RPG. The distinction between a Western RPG and a JRPG is that well, JRPGs are made in Japan, and also JRPGs tend to be less flexible with your character. Like the Final Fantasy games, like Cloud, Cloud can't be like he can't be like a pure magic character, right? He he's a sword swinging character, and that's all he does, right? That's his thing. Western RPGs, you can you're way more flexible with your role, like a wizard or a archer or a thief or a warrior, or a cleric. Whereas like a Mass Effect, right? You have your you say your vanguard, your soldier, your other like right. So those Classes, are yeah. yeah. So those are like that's an RPG staple is having a class because it allows you to play the way you want to play. Okay. 
So it it really depend it really depends on the game because skill trees used to also be an RPG exclusive thing, but now lots of games have skill trees, even if they're not RPGs, right? God of War has a skill tree, and it's not even a real RPG. It's not a Western RPG or anything at all. There's no levels. I mean, the gear has levels, but not Kratos himself, right? So the term the term is loose now, just because RPG mechanics have soaked up. Like in the mid two thousands, RPG mechanics started showing up in every game because that's what people liked. That's the cool thing. The RPG, like ooh, RPG, like it implies there's like a layer of depth to the game, right? So RPG mechanics were added to everything. And now, when people say, like you say, when you hear RPG, you're kind of like in your head, you're thinking of something, but that's not necessarily accurate to what you're thinking. Yeah, when I when I think of RPG, I'm thinking of because I like heavy narrative games. But I wanted to just kind of deliver it to me, right? Like, so okay, so Western RPGs tend to not have heavy narrative games, whereas JRPGs like Final Fantasy do have heavy narrative games. Because in Western RPGs, you're kind of left to your own devices to kind of come up with a story out of however you see fit. Well, I mean, I mean, RPGs give me a sense of I have to, I have to go to like different characters and kind of put the pieces together. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense because I I like that type of thing, like. I like games where I have to search out extra lore, which sure. is cool to me. RPGs have a lot of that, yeah. But when you label it RPG, it gives, I don't know why, it gives me this sense of like dread and drag, like it's going to slow down the game. Like, it'll slow down the combat somehow. Well, combat's a different thing altogether, though. That's like a different aspect of a game. Hmm. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know why it gives me that sense. Because Mass Effect is like... There's like side quests and there's like lores. Isn't there like an index or a codex where you can learn more yeah. about the game and stuff? And yeah, like, I love that stuff. And that's like separate from the fast, hectic combat, right? That's separate. Yeah. yeah, which I'm cool with that stuff, but I don't know why. RPG gives me that sense of... I like being immersed in a world, and I think RPGs do that for me, where they make me feel like I'm in a living world, where it feels like there's stuff that happens even when I'm not playing the game kind of thing. I like that. I like the, the scent that kind of timelessness i guess you could say of it continuing on without you yeah it doesn't feel static mm-hmm. okay interesting so yeah diablo 3 <laughs> to wrap it up that's what i've been playing okay so. um i got uh, kind of two or three more things uh have you played the shing demo one more time shing is this called shing shing yeah spell it uh s-h-i-n-g no okay it's a little kitty demo I played it months ago, but I had to retry it again because it just popped into my head. It's kind of legit, dude. It's a, uh, I would say it's similar to Ninja Turtles, or wait a minute, is this? Uh... It's a little ninja game. Oh, I'm thinking of Tao Xing Legend of. Uh... Is it is it a 2D side scroller? Yeah. I might. It's got four characters. It's got two girls, two guys. S H I N G, you said? Yeah, it's simple mechanics. It's just scroll across the screen. And then with the other joystick, according to where you point it... Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm thinking of a different game. According to your second joystick, where you point it is the type of action it takes, right? So if you point your joystick like to the ground, they'll make like a swipe to the ground. Or if you point it up, they'll they'll uh, take a character, throw it up in the air, and then you can fight them in the air. I see it right now. Or you can stab them down to the ground. So Shing is a side-scrolling beat-em-up in the traditional streets of Rage Mold that valiantly attempts to inject a little originality into the genre by utilizing a unique control scheme which sees players' attacks assigned to the right thumbstick rather than the usual button-bashing way of things. Is that right? Yeah. What impressed me about it is the combat is kind of legit. Like, it's, I wish it was more complicated. It's very simple, but if if you're, like, looking for a good uh, couch co-op game, 
It's pretty cool. What's also dope is it's it's like a kid game, but it's got a ton of gore. What do you mean by kid game when you say kid game? Like Ninja Turtles is a kid game. Okay. Streets of Rage is a kid game. Oh, yeah. I see a lot of blood now. Actually. There's a lot of blood going around. And they cuss, too. Okay. So Is that the main draw? <laughs> it's just actually fun. Um, but I'm just mentioning the internet because there's a demo for it, so you should give it a try. I'm looking at the screenshots. Yeah, it, looks, it doesn't look too bad. I don't know if it's going to pull me in, but it looks interesting. It looks like a giant robot. It looks like a bulldozer spider robot. It looks interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, so, I'm not sure. I think I'm the next game... I'm just not really good at beat-em-ups, traditionally. I'm just not... I just can't keep up usually. <laughs> it's just a lot of button mashing. I think the next game I'm going to play because I'm not as excited for it. Uh, because I haven't even seen a trailer for this. This is a game I think was on PlayStation Plus. The Sinking City. Oh. Have you jumped on it? I, I, I just bought that game. Oh, okay. Uh, did you actually get into the game? No. I just I literally just bought it from the sale that we had, like the D- December sale on PSN. Yeah, okay. I, I have this game on my on my well, cross media. Well, yeah, that's the reason I saw it. I was oh. like, oh, let me pick this up from from Andrew. Did you download it? It's downloaded. I'm yeah, in, I started it yet. I'm in it maybe two minutes. Okay, I haven't uh, even touched it yet. So. I'm in this. I'm this little house, and I'm looking at the dresser and the walls, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? I'm glad it's third person. It's supposed to be like an open world horror mystery or something like that kind of game. All right, so it's weird. It sounds interesting. The concept sounds interesting. I, I, yeah, I haven't played it yet. I, I bought a lot of things off this PSN sale, so I just, I just finished playing Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, Code Fairy, that one that I told you about. I just finished playing that one uh, a few days on Friday or Thursday. So, am I going through the games I bought in order? Yeah. So, I mean, this the premise sounds cool. Like the way you just described it, that sounds great. It's just that I haven't seen a trailer or anything, and I, I never really play games like that. It was one of those games that came out like in 2019, 2020 around That's there. pretty recent. Yeah, and I don't think it got a lot of, like, it generated a lot of hype, but I think it got, like, good reviews. Uh, that's what I saw. Yeah. I, I saw it had good reviews. Um, So I'll give that a try. And then there's two other games that, I'm, that I just picked up. Uh, What's, I forgot the name. The other game I'll talk about next week, right? Because I'm not gonna be even gonna be able to touch that. Uh, the game I sent you, what was it called? The one that's uh, Sunnation? No, no, no. The one I sent you, much earlier. The hunt something, hunt down, showdown, hunt down. It's hunt down. I think it's hunt down. Yeah. Yeah. So this game is legit, dude. I mean, okay, I haven't played it, right? <laughs> but it's my type of game. It's cyberpunkish. It's '80s, like. A little bit of metal in there. It's like playing Blade Runner, but it's uh, pixel art. What do you call that pixel art? I'm look. I'm I'm searching it right now, and yeah, yeah. That well, no, it just looks like a '90s era like 2D side scroller. I don't know about yeah. I guess pixel art sounds right. Yeah, it's like a Super Nintendo looking game. It's a high res pixel art. Yeah, it's it looks better than a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's got it's got bosses in it. It's got a guy in a trench coat. It's got different characters that you could play. Um, it's got wild enemies. Like You bought this? You said you bought it or you're about to buy yeah, it? Yeah, that was on sale. Oh, okay. Uh, it's got enemy types like maybe Rockstar and Bebop type of uh, enemies. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah, so I'm going to play that game. Okay. And then next week we'll, we'll talk about the other one. What's the other one? 
uh, okay, whatever. I guess I'll bring it up. Uh, Alan Wake. I'm super excited for this game, Alan Wake, because... The second one? No, no, that's oh. not even out yet. Oh, I so, I was confused. I was like, what? I don't know. So I'm, I'm playing the first one. I wouldn't have played it before, but they just came out with the uh, teaser for it, for part two. But the main reason I'm playing it is because it's a connected universe with a control, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to pick it up. I probably would have just left it aside, but now I need to know why this world is connected. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, and I hear the story is great too. It's a remaster, you know. They don't. It's not a remake. They haven't changed a whole lot. So that's what I've been playing. Well, except the two, but you know, you know what I'm saying. So what you've been playing and what you plan to play, yes, basically. Okay, yes. I got it now. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of games. Oh my god, I don't know if I'm gonna get around to them. There's just too many games to play, but. I've had my eye on a couple of like short games, what I consider like less than ten hours is short. Uh, Tiny Kin, uh, Trek to Trek to Yumi, I think it's called Trek to Yumi, Trek to Yomi, the black and white one. Yeah, that one's like shorter than ten hours. I think I've been wanting, I've been meaning to play. It's on Game Pass. I've been wanting to play it, but I always forget to play it. Are you, you talking re- about the games on your backlog? Yeah. Okay. That's like what I want to play, but I don't know if I'm gonna get to it though. Because you to me, to me, seem like a trophy hunter. And I don't know if you play games just to get the damn trophy. No. Oh, you don't? Not really. So you play games that are just like, you just strictly like? It's just that something grabs me or something seems interesting or if I feel like, or if I hear enough good positive buzz around it, then mm-hmm. it makes me like, oh, like maybe I should, I'm probably sleeping on something, so I should probably try it out. Okay. Trek to y- Yomi, I think it's Yomi. Trek to, I think it's Yomi. Trek to Yomi is one of those games that got like at, better than average press. Yeah. And I think it's like six or seven hours, so I think I'm, I'm okay with like, Knocking that out like an afternoon, evening kind of thing. It, it was on my list, but I don't know if I could play a game that's all black and white. Yeah, that's, that's the thing too. And then our cousin Joe recommended, well, I don't know if he played it, but he was like really excited about it. But I'm like, so maybe there's something here. But yeah, I think that, I think because it's black and white, I probably would have to break it down into s- smaller sections. Because I don't know if I could that's do That's super unfortunate. Why would you do that? I, it's for an aesthetic, going for the aesthetic yeah. of like those Yoji, like Yojimbo movies from like the 50s. And so. They don't have to be that hardcore. <laughs> you don't have to commit Scoot some damn color I guess do you have to have color you're like one of those people with I need color yeah so you can't watch black and white movies then like the Twilight Zone or 12 Twilight movies? Zone yeah mm. yeah for sure Johnny you have anything else nah so you're ready to do a little 20 questions alright let's go let's go Alright, let me think of a game real quick. I'm thinking... I'm thinking. I, I think the last one I gave you is going to be my favorite for a long time to come. The first aid spray? Yeah. I hate it. I hate it because I asked the it wrong... It was so good. It was... I asked I the wrong questions. It was simple. Yeah, you, you got off to a good start and then you just wrecked it. Okay, I got it. You got 20 questions. Yes and no only. I, I think... We're gonna have to tweak this game because we can't. I need to write it. I need to something to keep track of how many you ask. I don't think we can always ask this because the first questions are always gonna be the same. Yeah, but you have to ask the really, really good first right, questions too. All right, okay. So you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Ask away. Is this a game we both like? Yes. Is this a a shooter? Um. I mean, there's guns in it. Does that count? Yeah. Yes. No. I I'm gonna put probably. I think I need to recall that question. And that's two so far. 
Okay, so there's guns in it. Yes. Okay. All right. But it's not a shooter. That's what. That's what you're saying. They're shooting in it. It's a vague question. That's why. All right. Wait, is this an item or a person? It's a game. It's a game. It's, it's a, a game. game. All right. I'm not. I'm not doing what you did to me. It's just a game. <laughs> but I told you it was an item. Yeah, but that's that's just so much harder with twenty questions. But no, it's a game. It's a game. All right. Is this a Nintendo game? No. Is this an arcade game? No. Is this game colorful? There's color in in, it? in the sense of atmosphere. No. Oh shit. In that case, no. If you're, by, if you're asking by that definition, no. But there is color. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not Trek to Yomi. <laughs> Does this game have pop culture characters? No. What? Fuck, that's even harder. So no pop. How many questions do I have? You have six. You said you've asked six so far. All right, cool. Is this game within the last five years? No. Oh shit! It's not a Nintendo game. Mm-mm. It's not a pop. You're kind of saying when I say a pop culture character, it means that the character isn't that popular. Mm-hmm. Really? All right. But you're but you have played this game. I know you played it. I've seen <clears throat> you play it. I probably gave you too much of a hint with the last one. But <laughs> no, that was that didn't help. Does this game have vehicles in it? No. I mean, you do see vehicles. I'll give you that. Yeah, I figured you were going to say that. I don't think that's... I'm not sure how helpful that is. You see vehicles. You don't use them. Okay, I gave you too much. I gave you too much. Okay. This is what I'm also going to do. I'm also going to give you... I won't look at your expression. But just for the audience, I want them to know, like, my process. Uh, I'm going to drink so I won't say anything. I was thinking Grand Theft Auto. That's That's not an answer or anything. I was just thinking Grand Theft Auto. So you said this was in a, a Nintendo property, and initially I had a Samus. What? <clears throat> yeah. Samus. So see, okay, so that means I'm kind of far. I'm not supposed to be looking at your expressions, but you're giving them to me. I was thinking Samus at first because you said there's guns, and you kind of shoot, but they're not guns necessarily. And I told you it's not Nintendo. Yeah, so I'm like out of that. All right, fuck. This one's tough. You have eight questions so far. All right, so that means there's guns, but they're not really guns. But you shoot, so that means, and then there's no vehicles, so there's no, there's there's nothing you drive, so you're probably gonna be on foot, but it could be magic, it could be some power source. Is this a fighting game? No. Is this a science fiction game? Technically. What? That's not like the genre, but there's science fiction elements. So, okay, you're at halfway. I think I'm getting close. I think I'm close to to the guess. The entire game part. Does this game have wildlife? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, if you're gonna guess the name, I need you to give me the full name of the game, just so you know. Fuck. Okay, so this is a challenge with this. I mean, this the actual point of this game i think is who can guess it in less guesses right kind of that's the goal well i mean i'm just, I'm just focused on if you can get it within 20 anything on top of that is just extra so how many do i have now you've asked 11 questions all right 
Horizon Zero Dawn. No. Horizon Forbidden West. No. Fuck. I would have told you those have science fiction. Those are definitely science fiction. Yeah, but you said there's there's kind of guns, but there isn't, and that's all what the game is. Oh. No. That definitely came out in the last five years. Shit. You're right. Zero Dawn came out in Well, Forbidden West did, so. What the hell? Can you shoot, but it's not a gun? I never said it's not a gun. Okay, thanks for answering that. <sighs> all right, so I'm at 11, right? No, because you asked, you guessed all the Horizon games, so that was like three guesses. You're at four, 13 guesses so far. 13 questions so far. You got seven more. Being on the other side of this, and I can see like how I can understand why I messed up because I wasn't asking. I was dismissing stuff when I shouldn't have been dismissing everything. <laughs> I'm not playing it like I should play it because I should play like big circle and making that big circle smaller. Exactly. I'm just going like into the smaller circles. Oh. I'm being, I'm being like a lot more direct. Oh, that's going to cost you. Yeah, it is. Is it? You're trying to snipe with a shotgun. That it's was. A, it's a newer game. Wait, it hasn't been made in the last five years? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. I did ask that. Is it? Fuck it. Is it a horror game? Yes. All right. Hmm. So you should be doing what I did, where I wrote down every question I asked just so I knew I wouldn't forget stuff. That's not as fun, though. It helps you eliminate. If it doesn't meet all the criteria, you don't forget criteria that way. It's a horror game. Has this... This isn't going to work, because we all have. Has this game been made into a film? This game specifically? No, the... The... The trilogy, whatever it is, the trilogy, the the IP. Yes. The IPs of film. Okay. Okay, so we got got five questions left. We have one, two. I know one horror game, two horror games. There's two horror games that have that have a film that I know of. Okay. Because I, initially, you were gonna say that you've seen me play it, but technically. You haven't. Like, I was going to say Dino Crisis. Mm. You've never seen me play that game. You just know I love that game. You've seen me play Resident Evil. And it has a film. You've never seen me play Silent Hill. You like it. I like it. Right now, we're down to Resident Evil. What other horror game has a film? And it's old. All right, so it's not gonna be it's not gonna be any of the new titles. It's not gonna be seven. It's not gonna be six. Oh, six is old. So, all right, okay, okay, okay. But you said there's no characters that are pop pop uh, culture characters, and those are all cool characters, like Jill Wesker. Those are all dope characters. Was that a misleading? question no shit that's correct You're, everything you said is correct if anything that should make it easier for you to figure it out duh the last of us no oh my god alright no shit they are popular characters fuck yeah I would consider Ellie pretty popular yeah so what's a horror game hmm. I don't know really consider the last of us as horror I don't of know. course it's horror is it I don't know it's almost survival horror. Alright. 
There's no way because the game that I'm thinking you you must have seen me play. You said, but I can't think of a horror game other than Resident Evil that you've seen me play. How many questions do I have left? You had four more. I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> I'm sinking right now. Everything I've told you is true, whether it's yes or no, is true. All right. So I'm back to Resident Evil. But Resident Evil has popular games and popular characters. Silent Hill does not have a popular character, but you've but you haven't seen me play Silent Hill. So, man, I wanted I wanted to put a timer on this game. I don't know if that's possible. No, I think it is. No, but I mean, okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, not RE, not Silent Hill. Okay, oh, fuck. This is why we need a lifeline. You said it has color. I said color. What horror game has color as far as the atmosphere? That's weird. Oh, I think I'm just going to have to waste my lines. Is it... Is the protagonist a female? It can be. Okay, the protagonist can be either... In a horror game. Three more. And you kind of slipped up because you said you need to guess which one. So that means there's more than one of these. Sonic Hill has sequels. Resident Evil has sequels. Mass, uh... <laughs> You're saying Mass Effect is not a horror game? <laughs> no, Mass Effect. Uh, the Last of Us has sequels. Again, I don't think The Last of Us is a horror game, but okay. <clears throat> Oh, man. And if you're really stumped, you can just burn through all your guesses, but you probably want to figure it out. I think I got it. I'm pretty sure I got it. I got three questions? Yeah. Dead Space. No. Is there a technicality here? No, that's not a question. (laughs) It's going to be one of those things you're going to be kicking yourself. You're like, oh, yeah. Extermination. No. What? One more. Oh my I don't God. even know enough about that game. Oh. I imagine you only have one protagonist in that game anyways. I don't know, actually, if that's true. Yeah, good point. I forgot about that. I mean, part three had a protagonist, but there were two guys. Because you could play multiplayer. Extermination? No, no, uh, Dead Space. Extermination oh. had just one ca- uh, protagonist. Go. Oh. All right, all right. Fuck. I if if I had one more, if I had one more question, I think I could nail it. But I have to guess one more, right? Dead Nation. No. Oh my god. Answer was Resident Evil Outbreak. Resident Evil Outbreak. But you said the Oh, you're right. The characters aren't popular. Oh my. They're not god. popular. No one knows those characters. No, I don't know any other names. Exactly. I've seen you play it. It's definitely a horror game. Mm-hmm. But you said there's like shooting, but oh yeah, but you did clarify about the guns. Mm-hmm. It's okay, obviously a horror game. It's an old game. Everything I said was true. You said is a woman, is a female protagonist? I'm like, it depends yeah, on who you choose. characters, yes. Yeah. Um, I've seen uh, you play it. I've seen you and Josie both play it. Yep. Yeah. It was Resident Evil, you're right. 
maybe I should have wrote it. Not as fun, but winning feels better. <laughs> so there you go, Johnny. Resident Evil Outbreak. Not made in the last five years. Horror game. No popular characters. More than one playable character. There is guns. Yes, it's not a shooter, though. I wouldn't call it a shooter. Because you can also use, like, mops and melee weapons and stuff. Sci-fi elements. You can argue the T-Virus is sci-fi element. I'm not... I, I, like, I'm sorry I missed it, but not so much because that game is pretty damn obscure. But you've played it. Yeah, I have. And it is obscure, but it's part of a very popular franchise, though. Yeah. Like, it's one of those weird things where it's, like, not known, but it is known at the same time. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, well, I guess I gotta do one on you. Okay, sure. Are you gonna... Okay, Am I gonna what? Is it gonna be a game or are you doing the item thing again? Okay, we'll skip the item thing. I don't know why you have a grudge on that. Because that's just so hard to narrow it. I feel like I need more than 20 questions because I don't even know what to ask. 25 questions, I guess. Okay, if you give me 25, I'll do the item one. Alright, that's the rule of thumb now. But I'm not going to give you a, an item. Okay. I will give you... You will give me... Okay. Alright, Johnny, what do you got for me? Alright, let me let me get the pen. Because even I might forget. Oh, you want to keep track of the questions asked? Yeah. There we go. Okay. Alright. Are you ready? Yeah. Alright. Ask away. All right, do you have a... Actually, let me use your pen real quick. Do you have a paper or blank one so I can keep track of what I ask so I don't forget? Because that's a mistake you make. You ask sometimes the same question more than once because you forget. So, All right. Is this character the main character in, the, in which the game they appear in? As in, like, are they the playable character? Yes. Okay. So, playable character. Playable. I guess I should have asked. Are they the only playable character in this game? Yes. Okay. Only playable character. Did this game come out? Oh no! He could the character could appear in multiple games. Okay. Is the game that the character appears in before two thousand? No. No. So after two thousand. Okay. After 2000. Okay, so it's not Solid Snake then. At least we know that it's not Solid Snake. That's what I was leaning towards. All right. Mm, oh, but it could be Raiden. Mm, do I want to ask that? I don't know if I want to ask that. Um, I don't know if I want to waste a question on that. Is the game they appear in mostly sci-fi in nature? Is the setting very sci-fi? I guess I would ask. Yes. Sci-fi game. Okay. I think next time we do this, we should be behind like a curtain. <laughs> you want to read your face or what? Yeah. Sci-fi game. Is that why you have like the blanket right there to cover your face? Yeah. Okay. Sci-fi game after 2000. Only playable character. Okay. Can this character... Is this character part of an organization? Uh, yes. Part of it, part of an organization, okay. 
So it's not like Joel or some random person part of an organization. Yeah, but uh, tell us your thought process. Like, why are you getting to these? I'm trying to eliminate the most common games you would choose. It's not Joel from The Last of Us. Because you thought Last of Us. I thought maybe you would choose Last of Us too. Technically, you only play as... Oh, no, you do play as Sarah, technically, in the first game. Okay. Only playable character after 2000 sci-fi game part of oh that wasn't sci-fi though i think this is easy i just don't think you're gonna get to the very last one okay is it it, is this part of the like the mass effect series no okay not mass effect okay is this character part of the metal gear solid series no not metal oh man okay now my knowledge just like really dipped (laughs) Okay. Playable character, only playable character after 2000. It's a sci-fi game part of an organization. So I'm thinking Dead Space, but I don't know if Isaac Clark, whatever his name is, part of an organization. He's just a welder or technician or something. I guess he could be part of a union. I mean, somebody's paying him. Is it from Dead Space? No. Damn it. Not Dead Space. Okay, I'm, I'm like burning through questions here. Okay. Hmm. Playable. The only playable character. It's after two thousand. Was a sci-fi game, part of an organization. Oh, does this have anything to do with control? No. Damn. Control fits all of that. That was a quick note for me, but I was like, "How did he get to control?" Because it fits all of that, and that's a game you really like. True. So I figured it's something you know very well intimately for you to be able to ask. To be able to have me ask questions about it. Probably should have gone with that. I actually did think of that. Control? Yeah. Mm. Joanne something. I don't know her full name. It's like Joanne, right? I think. I don't recall. I think it's a Joanne. Okay. Um, you know, uh, we could do this for films too. In the future. Okay. Um, oh, that's harder though. Because I have to really know films then in that case. Okay. Playable character, the only playable character in the game they appear. It's after two that came out after two thousand sci-fi, and the character is part of an organization, and not one of the major franchises that I associate Johnny with. Hmm. Sci-fi game, sci-fi game, sci-fi game. I don't like those games. Or maybe no, you don't like those games. Hmm. Is it Halo related? No. You know I wasn't gonna pick Halo. I know, but he Master Chief fits all of this. After two thousand, only playable character in the game he appears in. Sci-fi, part of an organization. He's a Spartan. Mostly sci-fi. I'm uh, sci-fi is like the crutch I'm leaning on. But maybe that's not what I should be leading with. Maybe. Um, not Halo. I know you don't like Halo, but I. But you not liking Halo might also be like the thing that like you might throw a curveball at me with. How many other sci-fi franchises are there then that Johnny is aware of at least? Hmm. What other questions should I be asking? Is it? Oh, is the character female? No. Okay, so that's a male character. Male. Should have been the first thing I asked. Wait. Um. Ah, what's that one game you liked? Is it uh Vanquish? 
Was it after 2000? Yeah. It was like 2008, 2007. Oh, I'm thinking um, Spy Hunter. No, it's not Vanquish. Not Vanquish. Sci-fi, <laughs> after 2000, male playable character part of organization. I feel like I am kind of getting closer, at least. I feel like I'm missing something. Is this game a third-person shooter? I really can't say that it is. I don't know how to answer that. Hmm. I mean, just just take it in the same way when I asked you. It's sort of like that. So technically, no, but yes. All right. Third-person shooter, question mark? How many other games could it be? I think I think at this point you've wasted six questions. I have six more to go. Oh, you're saying of all the ones I asked, like most six of them were like just just throw away. junk. Yeah. Is it the ones where I asked specifically the name of the game? Those. The what? Is it, is it the ones where I just asked specifically the name of the game? They were. I have to like narrow it down somehow. They were fair questions, things I would like. All right. Playable male character after 2000, sci-fi. He's part of an organization, and it's not any of those franchises. Maybe a third-person shooter. I'm trying to think what you would have played that fits that criteria, and it's hard. It's really hard. Is this a horror game? No. Not horror. So it can't be The Thing, it can't be Extermination, it can't be Resident Evil, it can't be Silent Hill, it can't be any of those. Shoot, what am I not asking? Oh! Wait, does that fit? Playable character, male, after the sci-fi, part of organization. Is this a Kojima game? Yes. (laughs) So you got five questions left? Is it Death Stranding? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 16 questions, but I got there. You just said it's Death Stranding. Yeah, I said a character. Oh! Oh! Um, male. Oh! Um, uh, sh- oh, man. Please don't get this. Uh, uh, something Bridges. What the hell is his name? <laughs> Can I guess the actor? Is that good enough or no? That's not the character. No. That's not fair. I don't know his full name. Did I not tell you you're not going to get the end? <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, shoot. I can't remember if Bridges is his first name or last name. Oh, this sucks. Um, So you got, you got four. I mean, you can guess names. It's not. It wouldn't be Norman, right? It's Norman Reese. It can't be Norman Bridges. Uh, this isn't fair. I know. <laughs> I told you this was exactly the thing was gonna happen. Oh, uh, oh shoot! Huh? Okay, okay, okay. Um, is it like Jordan Bridges. Is that is that the question? Is that his name? No. Oh. You got three left. Oh man. Okay. Is Bridges his first name? No. Okay, so it's a last name. Okay. So okay, I wasted a question on that. Bridges is a last name. 
Wow, this sucks. I can't remember his name because I haven't played the game. Yet. I can't believe it's panning out just the way I thought it would. <laughs> I want to Ethan Bridger. I think of Ethan from Resident Evil. You it's... got two more. Can't. If I just look at it on my phone, is that count or is that cheating? Of course, that's cheating. Oh damn it! Uh, is it like a Walter? No, not Walter. Wow, I can't believe I can't remember his full name. Oh, my stomach. Um, shoot. I feel like it starts with a J. It's not John Bridges, right? Is that a question? No, don't don't answer that. It's not John Bridges. Uh, I feel like if I give it enough time, it'll come to me, but I don't want to waste all our time here. It's, I know I would think of it eventually, because it's like, his first name is like a common, like, white guy name, I think, right? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, it's not Toby. But no, that's like a that's like a musical artist. Maybe think about the surrounding atmosphere. You know, it'll help you remind. remind it's you. misty. There's a lot of green. Then there's like that beach with the whales and the baby. Who made it? When was it made? Just things that might. <laughs> Kojima Bridges. <laughs> Hidale Bridges. Mads Mikkelsen Bridges, Guillermo de Toro Bridges, <laughs> Norman Reedus Bridges. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, you got two to guess. Okay, I'm just going to burn through them because I can't remember. All right. Don't just throw anything out there. Uh, don't throw anything out there, you're saying? Well, I mean, don't throw, like, Cynthia. Or... Obviously not. Fragile Bridges. Mama, Big Mama Bridges. I don't know. Big Mama Bridges, that'd be funny. I can't give you a Dude, life, they man. give him the name of the trailer. Why can't I remember his name? Kojima keeps talking about this character all the time, too. Is it Jordan Bridges? That's one. All right. You got one more. I don't know. Keith Bridges. Nope. Okay. That's all of them. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Sam. Sam Bridges? Porter Bridges. Oh, oh, Porter. That's right. That is the middle part. How is it supposed to... How is it your hint about the atmosphere? The what? You said, oh, think about the atmosphere. Like, how is that going to help me? No, cause like, because, you know, you think about something surrounding the game. Suddenly, that memory just comes to Oh, me. you're just giving me general advice. Yeah. Uh, I forgot he had the middle name. So if I said Sam Bridges, you would have given it to me because I have to get the Porter part? No, I would have given it to you for Sam. Oh, okay. Damn. Okay, there you go. But Sam is as relevant as Porter. You think so? Is that what they call him in the game, Sam? Is he mostly addressed as Sam? Yeah. I need to play that game. You know, I have it on my... my, And I've been telling you. I have it on my dashboard. I can just start it right now if I wanted to. Well, you know, I mean, at home, but... All right. I guess that's it. <laughs> right, Sam Porter Bridges. And saying it sounds right when I say the full name, like, like of course that's what it is. I'm like, Hideo Bridges. I was like, thinking of his name. Man, the crowd, the audience must be like. Well, we don't know how many people have played that game, okay? So. Everyone's played that game. Everyone except for me. And probably other people. All right, Johnny. I think that's a wrap for us today. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you've managed to make it this far, of course, we always appreciate your listenership. We had a good time here. Uh, as the song goes, I'm not here for a long time. Oh, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So that's us right now. 
if you have any comments, suggestions, questions, you want to scold me for not getting Sam Porter Bridges, which, first of all, what kind of name is Porter, anyways? So, yeah, uh, you can reach us at our Twitter, DuoSensePP. You can also reach us at our email, DuoSensePodcast at Yahoo.com. Again, that is DuoSensePodcast, one word, at Yahoo.com. And that's going to be it for us this week. Next week is what? Let's see. January 20th. So I'm thinking Friday. I'm probably going to pick up that new Fire Emblem game this Friday probably. On Switch. Fire Emblem Engage. Because I've been in the mood for a good Nintendo strategy RPG. And that comes out Friday. So I'll probably be picking that up. Still not sure about Dead Space Remake. Still not sure, Johnny. Still on the, still on the fence about that one. So. Have you seen the new trailer? No, but I just have so many games in my backlog that I still want to finish. So, yeah, for me, Dead Space is like it looks great, but I beat that game twice. Mm. No, I'm very intimate. With years ago, game. though. Years ago, though. Yeah, but probably like a decade ago, I think at this point. Probably. So, Jenny, I mean Jenny, Johnny. <laughs> I think I'm my girlfriend. Johnny, you have any closing thoughts before we head out, or I want the audience to tell us which is better, Metal Gear One or Three. Okay, you mean Metal Gear Solid 1. Metal right? Gear Solid 1. Because Metal Gear 1 would just be the, the NES. Or whatever console that was that came out in Japan, the computer, whatever. Something Jaguar or Time. I forgot what it was called. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid 1, the GOAT, or Metal Gear Solid 3, the better GOAT. Let us know. Sure. All right. Peace. Peace.